This is The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. Toronto's News, today's talk, 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and welcome to The Parenting Show right here on AM640 Toronto Radio. Guys, I am excited, but am I not excited every Sunday? I am actually standing because... As you guys know, we've, we're still doing the show on Zoom. We're not in the studio, so I'm standing in my bedroom where I record my show, and I'm dancing. And uh, my guest is watching me, and my producers are watching me, and they're probably thinking, like, oh, God, Pina, you know? Uh, but I'm really, really excited because we're talking about one of my favorite things. And you're probably thinking, music? No, one of my other favorite things, and that is food with one of my good friends, Miss Andrea Bucket. And hey, that was a, she just did, she just did like her arms Woo. up in the air. It was like really nice. Like, I kind of wish this was visual and they could see you guys, you know? Fun, definitely. But I'm so excited to be here. It's been a while. I haven't uh, I had the opportunity to chat with you about food for a while. So I'm excited to be here. I know you're like, you're a food expert, you're a chef, you're a mama. You are soon to be, can we tell people what you're soon gonna be? Well, it's a far away, but I am writing a cookbook. The dream, Ooh! yeah, it's happening. So I'm very excited. Uh, I'm excited. <laughs> and I will get a copy and I will support you because I love to support my friends and I love to support mamas and I love to support female entrepreneurs. And you are love all it. of that and more. Thank you. I am. We are kindred spirits, you and I, Pina. Yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Can we just, can we just tell people about the time we met yeah I mean I kind of remember but I feel like you remember the story better we were um on a bus going to Niagara yes or when the movie Bad Moms first came out oh yes that's when we first met right I thought you were mm-hmm. talking about the other conference we were at but yes go ahead oh yeah you're talking you're thinking strut in Niagara yes yes yeah. uh but no we were on a bus going to Niagara for um the Bad Moms premiere because the movie was just coming out so we were, had the opportunity to watch it before everyone else and, and we hit it off but then at one point on the bus what did you say to me I just I think it was actually on the way back to it was on Toronto, the way back. and I just said you know Pina I, I love talking to you but I've had my fill of people I can't talk to you anymore <laughs> something like that I really was you know getting in touch with my inner introvert uh, it took me a long time to realize I was an introvert, but I knew that you would totally understand. You just kind of like laughed. You thought it was the funniest thing. And then of course we didn't stop talking because I was like, oh, this girl gets it. Yeah. We were just like, I was like, I feel you. I hear you. That's cool. <laughs> no offense taken. We're good. And we've been like such good friends. Exactly. We've even gone to tail a Taylor Swift concert together. We have. And that was so much fun. I love that. I love that experience. So good. And we've also got to do one of my favorite things together and that's eat and talk about food. And that's yep. what we're going to do on the show today because guys, Andrea Bucket, if you don't know, she's a food expert and she's a chef. Well, I said it like a few minutes ago, but I'm just reminding you. <laughs> <laughs> but Andrea, yes. one of the things that you always do is you go live and you do your TikToks and you're always just pulling things out of the fridge and you're like making these incredible dishes with them. And I'm like, how does she do it? Like, well, I wish key, I had that right? talent. Well, this is the key. It's like, as someone who shares food content all the time, you're looking for what makes it relatable to other people or people at home. And we can all relate to having that, you know, jar of half-eaten jelly or the hummus that's at the back of the fridge. And 
you know, not a lot of people are, um, have an easy time creating something out of nothing. And that is really my wheelhouse. I love using leftovers. I love using, you know, the little bit of jam in the jar to make like a jam, um, sweet and sticky chicken. Uh, so yeah. And people absolutely love that because we can all relate to that. You would have a field day, I think in my fridge. I think, I think I would. And I think I should do that. I'd love to do a video or something where I come to your house, look in your fridge and then make something out of what you might not think is, you know, edible or that goes together. Oh my, should we, can we do that, please? We should do that. We should. Let's book it. So much fun. So much fun. But for now, for now, let's get to the point. It's summer. It gets really busy, crazy, hectic. You know, the kids are out of school. Uh, They may be at camp or they may be home with us, but because the weather's so nice, we want to get out there and do so much that we just don't have a lot of time or the time we do have, I don't want to spend it in the kitchen. Exactly. But we have to eat, right? We all have to eat the kids. Like let's talk about the kids. They have to eat. And if they don't eat, (laughs) they're constantly, you know, pulling on you at saying, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. And even when you feed them, well, guess what? 15 minutes later, they're hungry. That's just the way it is. And you should know because like, okay, I've got Samantha who's 11, Liliana's nine, Marcus is six and a half. How old are your boys? My boys are 23 and 20. So I've been there. I get it. Especially, I mean, all kids eat, but I don't know. My boys had a voracious appetite. And so, and especially right now, you know, groceries are a lot of money. So we want to make sure that we're spending the money and we're actually consuming all the food we buy because it's really expensive right now. It is insane. I yeah. went and spent over $20 on cherries. Oosh, and yeah. I, one of my favorite fruits, if not my absolute favorite fruit is dragon fruit, which I would get Ooh. one for like, I could score one for $1.97 at Walmart. Wow. And when I would see those dragon fruit. I would buy all six of them. I'd be like, I'm, I'm going to hoard them all. No one's, I'm not sharing with anyone. They're my dragon fruit. So yesterday, or the other day, where was I? Food Basics? Yeah. I picked up a dragon fruit. Guess how much it was? $6. I, nope. More? Eight seventy-seven. Guess what? I didn't buy it. <laughs> exactly. What? Well, also, and is, it wasn't even big. Yeah, but this is fruit that's size traveling doesn't matter. a long way. <laughs> this is fruit that's traveling a long way, right? So you have to consider this. We're not growing dragon fruit here in Ontario or Canada. Why not? <laughs> right? It's, it's not a tropical climate. So food, you know, has to travel all the way to your doorstep and things like transportation and uh, the cost of fuel that all plays a role in our food. And as we know, it's all going up. I wonder if the fruit has to take COVID tests and do all that. That's why <laughs> That's why it's so expensive. Because the testing oh, isn't cheap. I'm not sure about that. But it's true. <laughs> I know, right? But it's true. Is the the fact that um grocery our grocery bills are like going up and up and up and up. We don't want to waste food. We want to make the right. most of it. Exactly. So Andrea, you're going to help us out on the show today. I am going to help you. I'm going to give you some ideas for summer meals. We're going to talk about, you know, some people like to prep ahead. Some people are flying by the seat of their pants. So not all of us prepare food in the same way. Some of us like to take, you know, a little bit longer to cook food. Some of us likes to get it on the table in 20 minutes flat. So we're going to talk about all of that stuff. I'm going to give you some tips and tricks uh, and some different, maybe small appliances that you don't think of using in the summer. That's going to help you get your kids fed and more importantly, you fed. <laughs> oh, so so we, we do definitely have to feed these kids is what you're saying, right? Yeah. Yes, we do. 
keep them alive. That was one of the best parenting advice tips I got when I was pregnant with Samantha. One of my buddies, shout out to Ryan Shepard. Um, he's one of the, uh, he's a music guy, a record guy. It's like, all you need to know, Pina, becoming a mom, becoming a parent is keep them alive. It's, it's how you do that is the key though, right? Like, yeah, okay, that sounds it's, simple, but yeah, feeding them is definitely on that list. Yeah. Food that's and I'm water. Here. Okay. There that's we right. go. That's right. Okay. So Andrea, what's, what, what's the first thing like basic? Okay. So know? let's, let's talk about perhaps, um, making the use of some appliances that you typically would think of only using in the winter, but are really great in the summer as well. So often people think of slow cookers as a winter or fall small appliance. For real. Right? But why not put it to work in the summer as well? The bonus of using a slow cooker is that you're not heating up the entire kitchen with the oven. You don't really have to cook on the stove. And you know, I spent many years in my small little bungalow without air conditioning. And when it gets really hot in Toronto, I do not want to turn my oven or stove on, oh, nor yeah. do I want to head out to the backyard to barbecue. So having even once a week, or perhaps on those nights where like you're working and the kids have to go to soccer, consider using the slow cooker for something like pulled pork, you know, or pulled chicken or, you know, pulled tofu. If you are, have, are a house full of uh, vegetarians. You can do pulled tofu. Of course. I mean, you could tofu, tofu wouldn't take as long. You wouldn't necessarily have to do it in the slow cooker. You could literally crumble it and put it in a pan, add your barbecue sauce and call it a day. It's, it's oh, sort of like fast food. Yeah. But you could put like chicken thighs, chicken breasts, um, a pork butt, which is really a pork shoulder, but in there and then cook and, and cook it with some it. barbecue sauce. And then I, like most kids like sort of hamburger-y sandwich style yeah. barbecue stuff, right? So you could even um, make uh, sheet pan quesadillas with the chicken or pork that you put in there. Uh, I know my kids always loved quesadillas, but standing at the stove and frying like one or two quesadillas at a time when you know darn well they're going to eat 100,000 of them yeah. is not very good, right? So um, if you make that pulled pork or pulled chicken in your slow cooker, then you can go and use your sheet pan to make sheet pan quesadillas. So, so all you simply do is you take your tortillas, you brush the outside of them with oil, flip the mower, fill one half side with the chicken or peppers, fold it over, pop it in a 400 degree oven for like eight minutes, and you can have like six quesadillas done in no time. So take advantage of that slow cooker and then take advantage of the sheet pan where you can cook more than one quesadilla or say grilled cheese sandwich at a time. Okay. Like right now I'm mind blown because I'm thinking this is great. One night, if you make like a bunch of like yes. pulled pork or pulled, pulled chicken or tofu, whatever it is, yeah. one night you do them like on a bun, you know, totally. sandwich, and then you take the rest of it, throw it in the fridge, next night quesadillas or two nights yeah. from now. Or a salad, like you could put that on like, you know, like for me, I love a salad bowl or a grain bowl. You know, you could like, moms tend to like vegetables. I don't know if you're like me, <laughs> but I like to eat vegetables. I like to get veggies in my kids. So if you can do like a build your own taco bowl or build your own, pulled pork bowl. Uh, it doesn't have to be complicated. You don't have to have a hundred ingredients, but giving kids the option to build their own often means that they will eat it as well. Right. And not everyone has to like the same thing, just maybe yeah, two or three can... vegetable choices, one grain choice, the pulled pork, some cheese, some sour cream, and let them build their own. 
And this is why we have Andrea Bucket on the show, guys. She's going to be giving us tons of tips, tons of ideas all about summer eats and how to make it easy, simple, and of course, tasty. You're not going to want to go anywhere. This is the Parenting Show right here on AIM 640 Toronto Radio. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. Welcome back. You're tuned in to AM640 Toronto Radio, and this is The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo, ChicMama.ca. And with me, I got one of my good friends, and she is delicious and tasty. What I mean by that is that, of course, I'm talking about was Andrea Bucket. She is a chef and food expert, and so I brought her on because it's summertime. And summertime, I feel like I need more help in the kitchen, Andrea, because yes. I don't want to be in the kitchen. I hear you. I, I do. Outside. I hear you. I yeah. want to be outside doing fun activities with the kids, taking in the sun, enjoying it because our summers here go by way too fast, right? Yep. Exactly. They're, they're like totally they're short, really short. Yeah. Blink of an eye. So, so yeah, we were talking about. You, you know, you'd mentioned pulled pork and chicken and, uh, you know, tofu. And I was like, I like that idea because you can make more of it and right. then throw it in the fridge and then use it for another meal later on in the week. So let's go with that. What okay. else can we do that will, you know, help us save time. And when we cook once, maybe we can stretch another it meal? a little more. Yeah. Okay. So this is good. And the one thing I have to remind people is that, you know, you do have to put in just a little work ahead of time to get and reap the benefits, you know, down the road. So it's not like, you know, people always say, oh, cooking so easy. Yes, it's easy, but it does take a little bit of time and a little bit of, um, you know, preparation to get you to the point you want to be in terms of enjoying your summers outdoors and not stressing in the kitchen. So I have a method that I call three, two, one. So uh, three times a week, you're going to double up on one ingredient. So three times a week, double up on one ingredient. So here's an example. So maybe on Sunday night, you're making pasta, for instance. You know, you're just making typical pasta, pasta sauce. So you're going to choose one thing in that meal that you're going to double up on. It could be the pasta sauce. It could be the pasta. So let's just say we're going to double up on the pasta, right? So let's make short pasta, like, like, let's, like let's consider penne, for example. Uh, double or triple the amount of pasta that you're going to need for that meal and right away, because if you don't do this, I have boys, it'll get eaten. It doesn't matter if I quadruple the recipe, <laughs> like it'll be eaten that night at some point. You're going to take it. You're going to rinse it. You're going to, I know you don't rinse pasta typically when you put it with pasta sauce. So no, don't you're come at Italian me. Here. Don't come at me, everybody, but we're <laughs> going to save it for salad later on down the road. So you're going to double. Okay, so there's a pasta. reason for the madness. Yes. Yes. It's going to become pasta salad. Okay. So you're going to double up on your pasta um, ingredient. You're going to leave half of it out for dinner, but before dinner starts, you're going to rinse off that pasta and you're going to store it in like a, an airtight sealable bag or Bags are great for the fridge, by the way, because they'll all store flat and they don't take up a lot of room. Um, okay. And you're going to put it in the fridge for like one or two days down the road. So, you know, I don't know. So that was Sunday. So Tuesday night comes around, you know, you might not want to do it Monday because I know some people don't love the idea of leftovers. Even kids can get weird about eating leftovers. So let's save it to Tuesday. Tuesday, bring it out and then just chop up a bunch of fresh veggies. We know the summer, you know, the farmer's markets, the grocery stores are teeming with beautiful, delicious local ingredients, cucumbers, peppers, uh, tomatoes, zucchini, all that stuff. 
chop up either what you know your kids are going to love and then toss in either a pre-made salad dressing or if you like salad dressing that you have you know that you make from scratch use that and then throw in a protein so the protein could be as easy as a can of like chickpeas if you you know want to go vegetarian or um you can buy a, a rotisserie chicken that night and then really the chicken's done you have the pasta it's just about chopping up veg and putting it together but if you have or live in a household where we have picky children eaters which many of us do and that's a normal thing by the way like being a picky eater is a normal thing um so i don't Absolutely. want parents to right it is so um but if you live in one of those households perhaps just leave it all deconstructed right leave the pasta leave the sauce leave all the bits and bobs and let them like i said before build the bowl themselves and don't oh stress God. about it let them pick the chicken let them pick the double triple cheese if they want whatever um, and know that they'll be fed and they'll be happy with their own meal. If you don't want to like argue and have oh, that right. power struggle. Like it's so simple, like such a simple concept, let them do it themselves. I would think, no, I'm just putting the pasta salad together myself. I'm and gonna you're going to eat what I'm going to give you. Yeah. And then like, and then I would think, well, you don't like the peppers, pick them out like that. Right. But it didn't occur. Uh, just let them put what they want in it in the first yes. place, Pina. Yeah. And That's I know great. parents get, they get a little bit worked up about, you know, ensuring that they get enough vegetables and they get enough protein and all that. And that's fine and dandy. But honestly, when it comes to dinner, you don't want to have these power struggles at the dinner table. It's better for your child to choose what they want, how much they want. Um, and honestly, things go much smoother. You can decide what they're going to eat and when they're going to eat. But if they can decide how much, you know, yeah. Dinner time can be a lot, uh, a lot more easy. Yeah. I like that. Okay. So pasta salad is a great one too. And yes. that for me is like, I don't know why, but I associate that with like summer picnics. Exactly. And, and even it's also great if you are entertaining. A hundred percent. So it's also good if you have to hop in the car and go to soccer, for instance, you know, just give them a little to go container with a fork. Now I know sometimes you'll end up finding that container in the back of your car underneath <laughs> the seat four months later uh, because they forgot to bring it in, but it is portable, right? You can put it in a container and uh, give them a fork and then you can go off to, off to soccer or whatever it is, baseball. Yeah. You also mentioned something um, which I have done and I, I will do from time to time. It, it's one of my favorite things actually, because I'm always like, I have a crazy schedule with the three kids um, and just my workload. But you said grab a, a rotisserie chicken. So 100%. it's like, you don't always have to cook every single element of the meal. No, absolutely not. And that's, you know, a lot of parents, especially like I really felt like I was, I felt that I had to do that when my kids were little. Um, and then of course you get older and you get wiser and you realize it really is the total sum of their diet that counts and buying a rotisserie chicken is just as healthy as, you know, making one at home for yourself. You might want to, sometimes I would say I'd pull off the skin cause it can be a bit salty is yeah. the only thing that I That's find. I um, but like, you're not eating that. I don't think you are every single night of the week. Right. No. Um, yeah. and you're adding it to other things that are home. So it can be partly homemade. Uh, but not all homemade. And that can be true for, I mean, you could even buy, so so in, for instance, if we're talking about that three, two, one technique, so the first night you did your pasta, so then maybe on, um, say maybe on the Tuesday, you do want to make your chicken from scratch, double up on that chicken. So then on the Thursday, you have a protein ready and you just have to add 
uh, you know, grilled veggies on the barbecue or something like that. So yeah, and like yeah. you said, bust out the bust out the slow cooker. A hundred percent. Because if you just throw in like a bunch of chicken thighs in there, let's just yeah. say, yeah. you know, and you did your pasta another night, like you're golden, right? Yeah. The other thing too, is that, uh, one of the things that I, I like about the slow cooker is that you can actually leave, uh, I leave the house. Like, you know what I mean? 100%. It's not something yeah. that you're just like, Oh, I'm watching this cook. Cause it's going to burn. Right. Right. So it's like, throw it all together leave, go about your business, do your thing. And it's, it's cooking in the meantime, and you really don't have to worry about it. The other great thing about that is often we associate the slow cooker with dinner, but you could absolutely do breakfast and lunch in there as well. Especially if you have kids that are maybe um, tweens and they're home alone during the day, you could put, you know, the night before you could put a bunch of stuff for like um, berry burst oatmeal in there or apple cinnamon oatmeal, and then have a healthy breakfast ready in the morning. Um, when the kids are running out the door to camp or, uh, whatever it may be. Same thing for lunchtime. If you want to just put a bunch of ingredients in there for like a summer soup. Um, and then you could do like a vegetable summer soup and then buy some pre-made meatballs and pop the meatballs in and you've got your protein and your veg, and you can do that for lunch as well. So it doesn't always have to be just for dinner. It could be for, you know, sometimes the night before you're like, tomorrow's going to be a crazy morning. And I know Marcus isn't going to put his shoes on before he leaves the door. And <laughs> Samantha's not going to want to comb her hair. And, you know, it's going to be a total bleep show, right? Yeah. So if you can help yourself out in some way, you don't have to stand there at the toaster or like making smoothies or I don't know what it is, go through the yeah. drive through for, you know, something and save some money. Um, then why not use it for something like breakfast as well? Yeah. It's all about making it simple, making it simple and, you know, making things that the kids will enjoy and eat and like. So that's why I'm really loving your like idea to let them put together the, what they want in the quesadilla or what they want in the pasta salad. You know what I mean? Um, what else like, can we do the kids, you know, they always want to eat like burgers, hot dogs. Um, so what, what else can we give them? That's not a kid. What? <laughs> what else can we do that's like you know well I hear you around the burgers mm. and stuff and um I mean I, I love the summer because it does allow us to indulge in, in burgers and oh, I'm a sucker for a really good hamburger um and you know what hamburgers are a really good source of concentrated protein for kids and iron and so it is often a good choice but you could definitely do I mean a chicken burger so what's your what's your beef with uh burgers Pina how can no, I help you? I don't is have it- a beef I love burgers right but like listen I can't feed kids, them burgers all the time but kids are creatures of habit right I remember my sister then this is I'm gonna call my sister up when we were kids she used to like bologna and cheese and oh can you imagine as a parent she wanted bologna and cheese every day for lunch it's oh, all yeah? she would eat and it's like, so bologna's processed and it probably wasn't back in the day. We weren't buying like good cheddar cheese. We were buying the old block, yeah. the biggest block for the cheapest price. Right. It's just the way we yeah. grew up. Um, but, you know, she ate that. And I'm going to tell you, she's a healthy, happy. Okay. So you know woman. what? Thank you for saying that. Because I think a lot of parents, we stress about this, like, oh God, they're not getting variety. You yes. know, or they want the same thing over and over again. And you said it, they're creatures of habit. Like all of us are. All of us are, you know what I mean? But we can definitely talk more about that sort of psychology behind why kids are like that. And it is definitely a defense mechanism. Like they're trying to protect themselves from things things in the world. They also want to have some control over what's going on in their environment. 
Um, and, you know, so food for them is an easy way to control what's going on because often they, they're being shuffled from here to there to everywhere. They can have some control over what they put in their mouth. So, you know, it's, it's important to sort of let that sort of your expectations of what you think they need to eat every day go a little bit offer them choices. I was always with my kids and we can talk about talk, talk about this more in a little bit, but just give your kids the options. Do you want a banana or do you want an apple? Like just giving them the um, option to that. have a choice, this or that. Um, and then we can talk about dessert too, because I want to talk about when to offer dessert. I think it's really important. I am, I am edging into a little bit into the like nutrition diet, dietitian area here. Uh, but there is some really good research in terms of when you should offer your kids desserts okay. and treats. Okay. I need to know yeah. this. So don't go. Okay. okay. We're going to take a break because like I, we need to focus on this. Okay. Like that's a big one. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back with more. This is the parenting show right here on AM 640 Toronto radio. Welcome back to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, Toronto's News. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. It is Sunday night and you are tuned into the Parenting Show right here on AIM 640 Toronto Radio. It is me. It is, uh, oh, by the way, I'm Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca and it's Andrea Bucket. I got distracted. I just That's love okay. Andrea. You know, she she gets me so excited. <laughs> Andrea Bucket, food expert, chef, mama, and uh, and good friend, and just overall amazing person. And we're talking Jeez. food. I know. I love it. Great intro. Thanks. Tina. Do you want me to write the forward in your in your new cookbook that you? Totally. I mean, that was beautiful. <laughs> I love it. My head's growing twice the size it was. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Anytime you need it, you have my number. You just give me a call. Okay. A little boost. I love it. So Andrea, before the break, we were talking about kids, picky eaters. And you're like, you know what, P just let them have what they want. And don't worry too much. If it's like, you know, right. well, you had that yesterday, you had it the day before you've had that for a week in a row now, right. just let them eat. Listen, um, I'm and- guessing, yeah, I'm guessing you're, you, you, you buy groceries, fresh, some fresh, some prepared, like most parents in Canada, yeah. that's what we're doing. And and that's okay. I, I think parents get really caught up in like, it has to be this way. It has to be organic. They need this much protein. They, it's too much sugar. Um, and I get it. I, I was like that when my boys were quite little, but like I said, you know, we all grew up eating, I don't know, you know, I Mr. Freezies and slushies and craft dinner and all the things that we love and all the things that we're like, we don't want our kids to have. And we turned we're out fine. okay, right? Peanut, we're good. Um, But of course you want them to eat healthy, but yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about, because of course the summertime treats, you know, we've got the ice cream truck coming around the neighborhood doing little jingle. Right. And I mean, I know there are some parents out there that have that trick. Do you know what the trick is? You tell me yours and then I will tell you mine. The trick is, is that when the music is playing, you tell them that they're sold out of ice cream. (laughs) Is that it? Yes. But I take it a step further because if you guys follow me on, on Insta and if you've been listening to the show and, and you know me, then you know that I, my favorite band is Pearl Jam. So I tell my kids that the only time like you'll know that they have ice cream is when they start playing Pearl Jam. <laughs> How long are they going to buy that for peanut? I don't know. Like, I mean, your kids probably, do they buy that still? Oh. Like, do you hear even flow? No. Do you hear yellow lad better? No. Release? I don't think so. Black? Nope. 
I'm like, it doesn't have ice cream. It's just, it's just playing some like, you know, fun summer music. <laughs> no ice cream. So How yes, desserts, summer desserts. And yes. the kids are like, and because they're running around and bedtime is a, a little energy. bit later, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, as parents, you know, we'll push the bedtimes later in the summer. So they're going to bed a bit later. So they're hungry and they want like after dinner, typically my kids don't have a snack, like a bedtime snack. Right. Right. Okay. But in the summertime, because there is more of a gap between dinner time and bedtime now. Yeah. They, they'll be like, Oh, I'm hungry. I want something. And of course that's something, you know, always wants, uh, Sweet. yeah. Sweet sugar. So, okay. So let's talk a little bit about meal time specifically, because I think the struggle often for parents is, you know, you can have dessert as long as you finish your dinner, or you can have dessert if you have three bites of that. And that actually does set you up for a power struggle, right? It does set you up for power struggle. The more modern approach to that, and I am not a dietitian, but I have many dietitian friends and many um, nutritionist friends, and there's some research done on this, is to actually offer dessert in the same time that you're offering dinner. So it comes to the table with everything else. And so I know, look at your eyes. You're like, I was like, uh, what are you saying? Are you smoking something? (laughs) And parents are like, yeah, that's never going to happen. My child will eat. And you know, it might be something you do have to start from a younger age, but what it does is it it gives food equal billing, right? So it's like, you're not saying that this food is bad, like, or dirty, or like, you know, like we talk yeah. about clean food and we talk about what it does is it gives food equal billing and it offers children the opportunity to have, like, I mean, I personally don't want a cupcake with my pork chop, but you know, kids are weird. So <laughs> you know, they might listen, I'm weird. I yeah, get it. Right. I mean, <laughs> you know, I think about my grandmother who passed away when she was almost 93 and her favorite thing was dessert right? Like she loved dessert and she would rather have a piece of cake over her meal. And she lived to like 93 and she was healthy and happy. So um, there's a lot to be said for balance and food is only one social determinant of health, right? There's lots of other determinants of your health. So um, what I would say is like, that is sort of the new train of thought is that if you're going to offer dessert, don't make it like this dangling carrot to kids, like sort of like just put it all on the table at once. And if they choose to eat the dessert first and then their carrots or, and then their chicken, so be it. But it sort of gives food an equal billing. And from like, you know, it, it's, it's, it's supposed to be healthier long run to not like, oh. you know, to, to, to make, make it yeah, like, just to be like, this is, this is a treat. Yeah. It's treat just it differently. yeah it's just food. food, is food. Right? Yeah. And, you know, I went through the whole thing, you know, I wanted to make sure I was like, everything was organic and everything was this and that. And it took me a long time, especially in my career. And I visited lots of farms, conventional and organic farms. I've spoken to many different farmers um, across the country. And, you know, we are lucky to have organic as a choice, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that it's healthier or better for you at all. Yeah. It's a choice of farming um in Canada I just don't want parents to think you know because it is a different price point too we spoke oh my gosh about, ever. Yeah. it's crazy 
I never want parents to feel bad or less than because they can't afford organic. You are still giving your child healthy food if you're buying conventional carrots and apples and strawberries and all those yeah. things. So yeah, you I know just, what? I'm really, really glad yeah. you, you're saying that because yeah. I too was like you um, when the kids were little and, and they started to eat solids, like, yeah. you know, and you're making all those purees, everything was yep. like, oh, everything's got to be organic. And that, that was like for kid number one. Kid number two, it's like, okay, the, like, 80% is organic right, and 20%. Right. And then poor Marcus comes along and I'm like, the food, Whatever, like I cooked it and then it fell on the floor. It's 10 seconds. Just put yeah. it in your mouth. You want some dirt outside? Sure. Like you're building your immune system. <laughs> I think people maybe just also have a- Maybe that's why they didn't get COVID. All really? those years of eating dirt and non-organic. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's also like a false idea of what organic is because organics do use pesticides. Yes, they're a little bit different. Um, but yeah, I just want parents to know that, you know, whatever food that they're putting on the table, that's, you know, you know, produce, vegetables, fruits, they're doing a good job at feeding their kids. It's, it's a real struggle. There's lots yeah. of misinformation out there. And, um, you know, if you can even cook a couple meals from scratch or a couple components of your meals from scratch and you're sitting down to dinner as a family, oh, that is key. huge. Like get rid of the tech, get rid of, you know, all the distractions. Yeah. Even if it's 15 minutes, it does so much for them. It makes them feel important. They might not know it now, but sitting down to a table inside or outside because it's the summer is really important for, um, for social development um, and our bonding time with our kids. I think I agree with you. I think that that is key. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, as long as your child is happy and healthy, yeah. who gives a crap on whether it is like, Oh, well, this is, you know, um, you know the cow was grass fed, no antibiotics, no this, no that. And, and these carrots were grown, you know, with the sunshine of the rainbow, like fairy <laughs> dust. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, you I know. know what I mean, yeah. Um, you know what? I, I, there's something else I want to talk about, but we're okay. going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. We've got Andrea Bucket on the show, food expert, mama, chef, and soon to be cookbook author right here. We'll catch you in a few minutes. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. Toronto's News. Today's Talk, 640 Toronto. You are tuned into The Parenting Show right here on AM640 Toronto Radio. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca, and we are talking all things food, summer eats, picky eaters, what to make, what's going to save us time, and with we're, we're doing it all with our good friend andrea bucket chef mama and food expert andrea we've talked about so much so far on the we show have. okay but you know you know what summertime also means it you're gonna means, tell me yeah yeah oh, <laughs> don't worry i will tell you um it means like you know a lot of uh hosting or going over to a friend's place for maybe like dinner barbecue going to a picnic so Give us some ideas. If we have people coming over, what are some good, fun, easy things that we can make? Or if we are going okay. to visit and we want to bring something, like what, what can we bring? 
Okay, so let's start with if you're hosting, okay? okay? So if you're hosting, what I like to do is like, what are we thinking? Like six to eight people or are you talking about Yeah, parts yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Like, you know. Like, you know, just a couple friends over, whatever, yeah. okay. Two so, families. Yeah, okay. So often, like, obviously barbecue is the king of summer, right? Even though you can barbecue all year round, Canadians really lean into outdoor barbecuing in the summer. So mm. let's go with barbecue. The thing about the barbecue I like is that you can sort of do a mixed grill. You don't, don't like leap outside of your comfort zone and make like five or 10 different dishes. And I know, again, I'm talking to the Italian here, so it's not, you know, I got to rein in some of that because you guys like to eat and I love it. I love going to uh, Italian friend's house for dinner, but what I would suggest is pick maybe three dishes that you love. It doesn't have to be overly complicated. Always ask your guests to bring something. So, you know, often I'll ask someone to bring dessert or like, you know, I don't know, a lot of people don't even eat dessert anymore these days. So maybe get them to bring a fresh salad. But on your end, if you're entertaining, put a nice flask, not a flask. Yes, that's for the hockey rink in the winter months for mom. Um, no, you know, you get a, a jug, it's like, like a cooler. I'm doing oh, charades. yes, yes, yes. Those like, those nice. It's like a jug with a little spigot on it, right? So you can put lemonade yes. in. Put something in there. Put all your drinks in a cooler outside so you keep everybody outside. There's nothing worse than having people come in and out of your house. Parking. It drives yeah. me nuts, right? So get a cooler, chock it full of ice, and then put a selection of drinks in there um, and people can sort of like help themselves. You can also get people to BYOB if they want to some sort of special alcohol but that's key number one so get your cooler filled up then when it comes to the food think about a mixed grill so you know if you know who's coming over perhaps you got a chicken lover you got sausages get a little bit of everything cut it up into pieces put it out on a platter and people can mix and match what they like veggies I'm always love grilled veggies this time of yeah. year because you know, zucchini, peppers, red onions on the barbecue. You can serve them just as is, or you can sort of like up the ante and just squeeze a little bit of lemon juice, put some fresh mm. basil and feta cheese on them and call it a day. And really all you've done is grilled some vegetables and then garnished it with a little bit of cheese and, and fresh herbs. I'm all about the fresh herbs in the summertime. Mm. Um, and then think about, of course, like a pasta salad or a grain salad. So we talked about making pasta, doubling up on it make yourself a beautiful oh my big gosh, pasta yeah. salad. Then you already have it done because you doubled up on it earlier in the totally. week. Totally. Yeah. Three things. Save you some time. You don't need to do like five different things and then get your guests maybe to bring dessert. So then if you want to, you know, I know a lot of people like to use something like paper plates and stuff, but if you're like me, I just prefer to use my, you know, dishes and, and cutlery. Take a little bin, a little bucket, fill it with warm soapy water and leave it outside. And then everyone can like scrape uh, just... their food garbage into the food garbage and, and pop their dishes into a warm, <sighs> wet bucket. And it's sort of like half done. So like when you go to put everything away, it's sort of already rinsed. And you just have to pop it in the dishwasher. Oh That's my God. Tip. I never thought about that bucket idea. I am a bucket. It's so the I bucket idea it. coming from Miss Andrea Bucket. That's yeah. actually, guys, uh, you just heard me sing her last name. I do it a certain way. Um, I do that out in public when I see Andrea. I get so excited that I just yes. scream. Like, we'll be in the middle of the street. I'll be like, bucket. So if and you I ever see Andrea, just do that. And she, don't worry, she'll understand. She'll understand. She'll, understand. she'll know that you were listening like, I, to the show. You got it. You got it. Um, so, okay. okay. So now we're going to someone. Okay, or we're going to a picnic. Second. Like, what do we, you know, I'm going to someone's house. What do I do? I'd be hard pressed to go to a picnic these days. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But if you're going to someone's house, what I think is nice. First of all, ask, if you're going to ask what you can bring, here's the tip of the day. 
Okay. If you ask someone what you can bring and they say nothing, you know what you're going to bring? You're going to bring nothing. No. Yes. Listen to me right now. Okay. If I invite someone to my house and I ask them to bring nothing and they show up with something, this girl is not happy. Okay. Because they're going to bring me a flower that's going to die because they're not going to bring food. They're going to bring me a flower that I have to tend to. Also a side tip, if you bring some flowers, bring it in a vase already because bringing flowers in a sleeve that they have to go in now and arrange, no, don't do it, okay? So if you're asked not to bring anything, respect the host's wishes. I went to a bridal shower this summer and and there was not not even gifts, nothing. Just your presence is your present. And I was like, I said to my husband, but no, she didn't want anything. And a bunch of people brought her a bunch of stuff and she had a ton of things she didn't want. We don't okay, need so anything if they anymore, say, right? If so, they say don't, don't is what Andrea is saying. But, but if they say bring dessert or yeah, you can bring something. This time of year, like right now, strawberries are in season. If you bring like a couple containers of fresh strawberries, you don't have to prep a lot of them, but it's a beautiful gift. Everyone's going to munch on them. You know, even some a fresh loaf of bread from a, a great bakery in your neighborhood. Something or a farmer's special. market or something. Exactly, a like farmer's a market. Yes, exactly. Something special, something seasonal, um, and everyone will appreciate that. Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So many amazing ideas, tips, advice. Guys, Andrea Bucket is your girl. Andrea, if people want to find you, where can they find you? Find me at Andrea Bucket Cooks on Instagram. I'm over on the old TikTok. She's on the tickety talk, guys. And she's making things. And you know what? Honestly, like go check it out because you will get so many tips and advice, uh, ideas on, on what to pull out of your fridge and how you can create like amazing dishes. So definitely go follow everywhere. Andrea, thank you so much. And, uh, and we will have you back on when... I'm sure before the book comes out, once the book, comes, the out, book comes out, we're going to, we're going to, yeah, guys, we're just stay tuned, it. stay tuned and keep an eye on Andrea on all social. Thank you so much, Andrea. Love you. Have an amazing Thank you, summer, Pina. guys. Have a great Yay. summer. Bye <laughs> guys. We'll catch you next week right here on the parenting show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo, chicmama.ca. And you've been listening to us on AM640 Toronto radio.